everybody. I'm Vanessa Oshima, and welcome to the Outrun Cancer podcast. Outrun Cancer started back in 2012 when I made a promise to a friend that I would run every day for her to support her cancer journey. Cancer can be a really lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be. And that's something that I've learned through my cancer journey, the running journey. And I'd like to share with you the stories, the information, the learnings. We call them the life learnings from running, life learnings from cancer. And so that's what we're going to do with this podcast. If you're going through a cancer journey and you want just a little bit of hmm, inspiration, a little bit of information, or just some good stories, come join us on Outrun Cancer. And you don't actually have to be a runner to be able to be part of this. Come listen. A simple hello, reaching out to a stranger or a family or friend can be the start of so much for you and for them. Vanessa did that with me and set us up on the new amazing journey, bringing life to her story. Along the way, I discovered her, her last 10 years of fights, the fight for others, for herself, the past, present and future ones. Welcome to this episode of Outrun Cancer. We've just heard uh, some thoughts as we lead in to this episode from Nico. Nico is a really special friend who joined uh, the Outrun Cancer family as he worked over the last few months to illustrate a story, a story that has been going on for 10 years, a 10-year story of Caroline and I running against cancer, supporting against cancer, life learnings from running and life learnings from cancer. This story, or the idea of the book, was part of the 10-year celebration. We were running, running events to raise money, starting this podcast back in February of 2022, and finding a way to share the life learnings of running in a meaningful way. And it was all really exciting and really positive. We got to the 10-year anniversary, and then a few weeks after that, we found out that Caroline was having to once again lace up to outrun cancer. She was diagnosed with metastatic cancer. She's laced up, she's fighting hard, and we did this recording of the bucket book as she is now in a fairly aggressive stage of fighting hard. It's raw. You will hear the raw emotion of two friends and Nico, who has supported us over the past months to bring this story to life. I hope that when you listen, you can see the different learnings that we've had from writing the book, the bucket, and the process that we went through about finding those learnings and those stories, about what it means, about how Nico listened to us and brought the story to life and how we're using the story itself now to inspire each other as we go back into and continue Outrun Cancer. So please know that this is a very personal episode between friends, and we invite you into our friendship and our fight to Outrun Cancer. Hi, everybody. We're having a little bit of a chat with three really important people for the bucket story. Nico, who's the illustrator, um, myself, who wrote the words, and C, who is 
the absolute inspiration behind all of the story. So first of all, thank you everybody for listening. But secondly, also to thank you to you guys for helping to bring all this together. I thought I'd start with, if you ever buy the bucket, and we'll talk about this in a second, about how you can buy the bucket. You'll open it up and there's some words and some thoughts at the beginning. So I thought we'd get each of us to read those thoughts. So Caroline, you're first up. Okay. So I wrote, quite small on my screen, so bear with me. Life is a wonderful roller coaster with glorious highs and challenging lows. Sometimes our challenges are greater than we can handle alone. I can't do it yet. It's okay. It's okay. So, Nico, while we're both crying, do you want to read what you wrote? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, even when I read the Caroline's words the first time when I received them, it was like, I mean, I barely know Caroline's, mostly through the drawings and just chatting. And that was, I don't know, some very I don't know, deep words. And like I can see how much it has happened between you two guys for so long just through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you, Nico, I still remember when I first got the, and if anybody wants to listen to it, they can listen to it on the on the first episode of Outrun Cancer, but that text from Caroline 10 years ago, it was just I didn't know what to do to help. And all I could do was run. And then when Caroline told me she would run for me, it was just like, yeah, it was full circle. Actually, I want to tell you my life learnings from running today, Caroline. So... I was out running just the, I was like, oh, I got to bang out a run. I've got to get a bang out a run before this call. So I went and I banged out a run um, around the park area. And there's, it's an actual loop. And you come past this part in the, uh, and where it says goal, like you've reached the goal. It's like a 5K loop or something like that where they're painted on the, on the concrete goal. And you're like, goal, right? So you've reached your 5K. And then literally 20 meters in front of the goal, is a line that says start. It's like this continual thing of you've reached a goal, now start again. You've reached a goal, now start again. And I was like, ah, this is life, isn't it? It's just, it's life in general where it's like you do something and then it's like you take a moment, you've got 20 meters of rest before you've got to start again. And so it was like, just be comfortable with the idea that you will have many goals and you'll have many starts. And so that was kind of my life learning from running today. Okay, Nico, do you want to write what okay. you share with everybody who might be thinking of buying the bucket book, what your thoughts are? A simple hello, reaching out to a stranger or a family or friend can be the start of so much for you and for them. Vanessa did that with me and set us up on the new amazing journey, bringing life to her story. Along the way, I discovered her, her last 10 years of fights, the fight for others, for herself, the past, present, and future ones. I joined up during an incredibly challenging year and felt strong resonance from the story with my own past and actual self. This book might not be telling my own journey yet. It actually was also mine in some ways, even before I got involved in it directly. Bringing it to life is really what it felt like rubbing words on paper and giving them faces, smiles, tears, sharing everything they represent to Vanessa and me. I wish for you to embrace each character, care for them as lines and colors you're seeing on paper or on screen. 
but also as the amazing people they are in this world. Shoulder the fight against cancer and add to all the support they give to others from the bottom of their hearts. So special. You know what? This seemed like a good idea when I said, let's <laughs> all the three of us. Now I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we, we did that. And in those words, I think is, I don't know, it's just something to read first, but then to read again later. And like I just, I know I'll just keep reading those again and again and again. Maybe even more than the book. I don't know if I can read mine. Maybe Caroline, you're going to have to read mine. But let's let's try. <laughs> um, first of all, a big thank you for opening this book and embarking on this journey with me. The story has been ten years in the making. In September two thousand and twelve. I made a promise to a friend that I would run every day for her while she faced the challenge of aggressive cancer. I would run every day, and she would fight cancer every day. That was the start of it all. After a while, telling Caroline I ran today was becoming a little boring, so I decided to try to share a bit of what I was I saw on my daily run and what it had taught me. My runs became my special moments of connection and reflection. My meditation learning to inhale the inspiration around me and exhale my stress and frustrations in and out. I was no longer running for Caroline alone. I was connecting with myself and the world around me. In 2017, I was diagnosed with cancer and Caroline started running for me. She's been running every day for more than five years for me and I'm so very humbled and grateful. During my journey with cancer, I was struggling and thought I had lost my essence and could not get past the fact that my life had changed so significantly. The life learnings from running are many, and the story takes some of them as its foundation. Just like running's lessons, it is about many things, and I hope it is enjoyable for you as it has been for me. On some pages, you will see a reference such as number 3,371. It's a day I noticed something on my run and learned from it. If you want to read the backstory, you can find it on the Instagram account, and that's at Outrun Cancer. Well done. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Where's the tissues? <laughs> <laughs> There's so many learnings. So, Caroline, I'm going to hold up the picture. I don't know if anyone can see it. This is Caroline. This is C. And this is V. Uh, and this is the O, and this is the M. But C is, of course, Caroline. What do you think of C? <laughs> it's super cute. Yeah, yeah. I love her pinkness. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we, we were talking, we phoned you and talked to you about, like, what was your color and what was the, the mark on your bag and things like that. And I just want to say, Nico, as part of this thing, I'll put up some of the, maybe if I can find it, we'll put up where we started but talk to me Nico about how we landed here because these weren't the first pictures these weren't the first drawings oh no there's this was yeah this was quite a I don't know that's quite some work to to figure out like how we're gonna draw everyone mm. like figuring out the styles how we're gonna express the story because because we had your script although like I know you you, you changed and we rewarded and and that was also quite a lot of work on that. But it was like, uh, 
quite some work to to figure out the style for the characters. And I and I remember like one of our first focus was like we want the colors to show. Like that that was the key thing. And then we figure out like, okay, maybe we like we have traces like like light marks, neon marks, or we have clouds, or we have and then we had adult characters. We like did grown ups in different styles. <laughs> we had very good one of the first <laughs> one of our first ideas was was like, okay, should not be too childish. Mm. Like, you know, we we were telling a story even in the book, it's it's still a light story, I feel, but it's not like a childish story, you know. And then, like, I was reviewing all the all the different styles we had. We had like three, four styles, and I was re- reviewing them with Prudence, uh, my girlfriend, who put me in touch with you. She told me, like, okay, he should be the one drawing for yeah. for Vanessa. Yeah. And she was like, no, try something a little bit more like kawaii, or something a little bit more like cute. And the cute style, more simple, you know? And this is how we got, like, the first draft of, uh, I think I just, at first it was just V. Yeah, it was. little cute V, a little hoodie, a little... I think it was this photo, actually. It was the the first little V. And we had a dark one and we had a light one sitting next to each other. And honestly, I had some work. Like, I'd done quite some work on the other styles. And I just put that one as a bonus at the end. I'm like... You did. I, but I was like, I really hope she likes that one more than the others. <laughs> yeah. What I was because I knew it would be also more enjoyable to draw them this way. So what I'll tell you, Nico, is I shared all of the different pictures and stuff with many people, including Caroline and everybody at the beginning. I shared the story. I shared everything. And there was just something about that last page. Everyone was like, that's the one that's you know that you put it in as like oh these were the things we were talking about but here's like a little bonus and it's like neat to that is that learning which is like trust yourself like you thought that this was the one even though it wasn't what I asked for like we were saying oh let's not be too kidsy let's not be too cute but in your heart you knew that this was probably it and so you put it in and so that was my thing which is like trust your heart right really trust your heart yeah so Caroline what's your favorite part of the book I like the fact that it's just so honest. And you say about being cutesy, but I think that's part of the honesty that, you know, you actually are reflecting the person at the heart, you know, like the inner child in us, and which I think is really cute. I love the fact that you don't even need to read the words, you know, mm. like the pictures with the, the colour and the absence of colour, you know, like it tells a story. Look, I've been reading it every day. For a different, you know, like it's just something I've been doing and it just, I don't know, whatever your situation, there's something relevant. So I like it. It's like a, it's like a little ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. The bucket is, the subtitle is um, A Journey to Joy and we're like here crying about it. <laughs> but um, I think the journey to joy is often full of tears, actually. Yeah. Because the journey to joy is often letting go of things and to be able to, you know, end this goal and start the next goal. Nico, when you were drawing it, what was the hardest part to draw? I think one of the hard parts was was in the concept of, of the book, figuring out what are we going to draw for? Like, what, what am I taking from each page, each thing? And it's like, what do I really try to represent? What's going to be like? like our focus on 
on those words because I'm, I'm, I'm taking words and I have to interpret what is the most important thing. And that is in, se- in itself, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a challenge because, because I didn't write the story. But I felt like that was also very interesting because it's really that, that bringing in the words to life, giving them representation. Yeah. Um, but I felt like one of the, the, the big challenges is like, like, especially the four main characters, like they're together, they're, 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 they're a crew, they're an ensemble, but they got to be, they're different. Yeah. You know, they cannot have same clothes, same vibes, same, same, same colors. I remember like we had to redo O's colors mm-hmm. and, and, and even his hairstyle, but for different reasons. So I actually wrote the story um, pretty much over Golden Week. So in May of last year, um, May in 2022. So it took about a week. Um, The process for me was I went through the 10 years of life learnings from running and found the ones that were really connecting with me that I remembered personally and that Caroline and I had talked about, but particular ones, like about headwinds and tailwinds and asking for help and things which were really big life learnings from running. And I reread the posts that were around those and remembered and listed them all up. And there was a lot of them. And then figured out how to put it into a story. And I can put some photographs of what it looked like, but there was scribble out and this doesn't work and that doesn't work. Because I thought that just listing up all the different life learnings from running would be hard for people to follow and how could we turn it into a story. After I'd done it, I thought it won't come to life without pictures. And I'm crap at drawing. I really am. I wish I was better. <laughs> I wish I could have been one of those, you know, story written by and illustrated by the same person. I think just, no. <laughs> and yeah, I thought of people I knew who could draw. And Prue was the first person who came to my mind because at that time, Prue was putting up little drawings on her Instagram. And I was like, ah, Prue. And Prue's like, you know what? I don't think it's me. I think it's Nico who can help you. And I love that about Prue, that Prue was like, you know what? I don't think it's me. I think it's this other person who could actually do it better. And that, you know, I just, I love that she connected the two of us. And that you listened, you listened to the story and you, the first thing you said is I need to know the story. Um, not just dive right and read it and do it. It was like, I need to know the story. And you took the time to understand the brief and get to know Caroline as well. We did calls and things like that. So, yeah. You know what I also love about the story? And you did this great job, Nico, on it, is that I don't actually have to read it from start to finish. I can just open any random page and read it today. The other day I opened it up and it was like, small things add up to big things. And it just opened at that page. And it was just at that time where someone was saying, oh, it's a small victory. And I was, and I, I literally took a photograph of that page and I said, you know what? It's a small victory, but small things add up to big things. I think that's one of the great things you've, you've done when creating the story. And I guess that comes from listing and, and selecting and picking up like the best, uh, the best learnings. It's like, I mean, we're going through the story of, of, of V. But at almost every step, like following learnings, there's there's always a little a, a meaning. We're not we're not just waiting around and, and all of that. There's like you say, we can 
take small blocks and, and get a little bite, get a little learning from, from almost every step. So I have a little challenge. So I started to think of V. V is obviously Vanessa, but I also thought V stands for vulnerable. And so if you're reading the book, then V can also stand for vulnerable. And M is a friend of mine whose name begins with M. But I also thought M can stand for mentor or mates or people who actually take the time to say, are you okay? So C is obviously Caroline. What other C do we want to... We want to add, I've got one in my head, but Caroline, what do you think? <laughs> What's in your head? In my head is C is for Caroline, but C is also for that caring person. And C is also for the cheerleader, uh, the person who's on your path and is not telling you like be, like be this or be that or do that, but actually just, I think there's a page in the book where it says, I think you're amazing and that's your essence as well. The cheerleader, the caregiver. No, I love it. I love it. Mm. Yeah. And I think with, you know, you take different roles and right now I'm sitting and I've got carers and cheerleaders and they're so important. You're V, you're V at the moment. (laughs) You're V, you're vulnerable and you're, 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 Going through your search for joy, get your bucket. Maybe I'll be C. I'm going to be C. <laughs> but I think that's the cool thing about the story is it's interchangeable. Mm. You know, some some days I'm horribly B. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting you say that because I gave it to a friend of mine and she texted me and she's like, I love the story. And I've just realized that um, yesterday I was B with my kid, um, with my child, where I was saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. And you should do that. And she was like, and I just was like, you know, and I'm like, we're, yeah, we're never perfectly not. (laughs) I think we're all a mixture of all of the characters. Mm. And I think that's what makes the story so relatable. The fact that even Nico felt like it was his you know, an interpretation of his experience, his story. So, yeah, I think that's that's the magic. Mm, yeah. Well, my nose, I haven't found tissues yet. My nose is running. Hold on. Give me a second so I can find tissues. You guys, you guys chat. Well, actually, Caroline, I wanted, I, I was going to say before, like, I was also drawing C with the vibe, with the, with the thought of, like, cheering as i was not going to say cheerleader but like cheering for sure like she's you in the book are the character like you're you're cheering the up like you come in and just like run in with that that bundle of energy it's like okay we're gonna go even further up we're gonna we're gonna bring you even more colors if i remember well like it was one of the clear first thing on, on like what is C gonna do with V in the book is like they they're gonna have a hug. Mm. And that's right. why like I was like, okay, C is C, C for cheers. Oh, that's so cool. And like the funny thing is like Vanessa will send a message and it'll be one of those illustrations, like she'll attach it'll be so appropriate to the, you know, like so cute. <laughs> and then we have also what I what I really like with C is like in this illustration, we have is really C is 
is supporting V when it's when she's dark, when she's down, when she when she really needs help. But she's also there like running when they're like both of them full of joy, you know. So it's not just someone who's there when it's happy or someone who's there when just it's hard and once you're back on your leg, that's it. Just go on by yourself. You're good. No, it's like, see somebody sticks around. Oh yeah, she does. <laughs> I think did you find some tissues? Yellow ones too. <laughs> they match. <laughs> I did. I got a whole box. <laughs> totally unprepared. I should have realized that this was going to be a tissue call. You know, it's like when you go into you know like a kid's graduation or something like that. And you're like, okay, I get it. This is going to be a tissue moment, and you have a tissue in your bag. Should have realized this is a tissue moment. <laughs> Didn't didn't think it was going to be a tissue about it. <laughs> I will just say that we actually published the book. Nico and I published the book <laughs> on Christmas Day. I don't know if people realize this. So the book actually went live on Amazon on Christmas Day. On Christmas Eve, we were like doing the last little bits and pieces and things like that. And I actually took a video of like, okay, I'm pushing it live. And I actually pushed the button where it says publish and it was on Christmas day. And I wanted to say on Christmas day to, to Caroline, to my family and everything. It's like, this is the gift. This is the thing. Because Nico and I had sent all these deadlines in our heads, like, you know, oh, we'll do it. We'll get it done for the 10 year anniversary, which was September. And then that kind of flew by because we were still figuring out which the characters were and stuff. And then Shanghai went into big lockdown and things were just becoming tricky beyond belief. And it was like, okay, we'll make it, you know, the next deadline will be this. And it's like, Matt flew by. And it's like, oh, should we try to aim for Athens? And Matt flew by. And then it was like, okay. We basically said, okay, Christmas day. <laughs> and we made it. We did it. And it's another V for vulnerable. Putting your story out into the world is hard. And I think that Outrun Cancer and the podcast and everything has been about being vulnerable enough to say I'm not okay and that we can share those stories, those real voices. I hope that the bucket book you know, helps people realize it's okay to share that they're vulnerable. It doesn't have to be with cancer. It can be everything. <laughs> So have you had anybody comment on the bucket book or anything, Nico? Or, oh, your parents. What did your mom and dad think? You're a published author. Well, they, 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 my dad said, I'm going to let your mom read it first because because it came as, as a birthday gift for her, like slightly late birthday gift. And so I haven't really heard reviews. I've only seen pretty photos of the book. They just received it like two days ago, a day and a half ago. Um, but I, th I think they they're they're reading through it and i hope they love it i'm sure they will love it you know what i'll give you a secret nico parents always love whatever their kids do no matter what <laughs> <laughs> so you know i'll be on the personal side i'll be satisfied and happy if they tell me oh it looks good love the design and everything but on another side i really i i think the story and the whole thing the bucket the character getting help and support and everything is is something that I hope really also help them cheer them or in any kind of way in a small way in a big way you know because my dad had surgery for cancer and, and we never exchanged that much on it 
but it wasn't, you know, that small of a thing. And um, my mom now has multiple sclerosis for, for a while now. And although it's different from cancer, it's also something that it's very, um, very heavy for yeah. us, for the whole family, for, for her more than for anyone else. And for my dad, who's, who's there with her every day, you know, my, my parents moved house so that they can be in a house that's more adapted to her now, you know, like to some big things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I hope like the story also just helps them in any kind of small way, big way. You know, It's what I feel like the book can do the most. Like, like if it can bring joy and happiness and the smile, this is amazing. But I feel if you can bring hope and turnarounds and, and flip the switch of somebody who's who's facing any kind of difficulty, that's that is way bigger. The original story that I wrote ended with getting joy in her bucket. That was the first version where it went from the the dirty, colorless bucket to finding joy. And then I wrote the next chapter, which was the bucket got broken. <laughs> and I think that there's times where we think we're going on a great path and everything's cool. And then the shit hits the fan again <laughs> and learning that buckets get broken and taking time again to repair them. And that doesn't mean that you're broken. It just means that the buckets needs a little bit of repair. It was a challenge for me because I thought the, you know, children, children's books or these kinds of books are shorter than this story is <laughs> typically. And like for you said, like, you know, your mom with multiple sclerosis and stuff and you make these things and you're like, okay, we've shift house and we do things and we find joy. And again, in our new situation and then something B is not always a person. I think that's the thing that I came to realize as I was reading the story. B, we said, you know, C stands for caring and cheerleading. And so I think B also stands for bumps in the road. It doesn't stand for necessarily a person, like a a bossy person or a bossy mom or a bossy dad or a bossy friend or something like that. It does actually stand for a bump in the road. I don't know about you, Caroline, but when you get diagnosed with cancer, all the, what I'll call the bump in the road people appear as well, saying, you should do this and you should do that. And... (laughs) You know, I was told to drink two liters of carrot juice once. (laughs) Like every day you should drink two liters of carrot juice. And people were sending me YouTube videos of people who literally every day drank two liters of carrot juice every day and they cured themselves. And so there's all these you should, you should of stuff being shoved into your bucket. (laughs) I don't know if you've had that experience. Totally. Absolutely. Friends like people who decide to tell you about gnarly experiences their family members have had with cancer which is so inappropriate you sit there with your chin on the ground it's just like that is not helpful but um, on the other hand you see some people who who just do lovely things that you don't expect or you get support from people that you know like I was out on a run the other day and um, I was not I'm not running very well and <laughs> I'm running super slow and two cops did a UE to come back and check on me. <laughs> and it was mortifying because they were like probably in their late 20s. It was a guy and a girl, totally hot. Like if I was <laughs> back in the day, I would have been so stoked. But I was the old person on the side of the road looking like she was having a coronary. So 
And so the the police did a U-turn and came back to check on you. <laughs> so I choose to see the positive in that, that people can. And yeah. they were your um, C. Yeah. <laughs> Take care. Oh, so, you know what, I think the idea was just to give people a little bit of background to the three of us who worked on the story together. And uh, I hope that people get a little interested in maybe looking at the bucket and the journey for joy. When you buy the bucket book, proceeds are going to outrun cancer activities. And so I kept thinking about what it is that outrun cancer does, because there's lots of different cancer societies and cancer donations. And please just donate to the one that feels right. Um, because they're all helpful. All of the cancer charity work is really, really helpful. The Outrun Cancer work that Carolyn and I have been doing, and what we believe is that exercise is a good part of the recovery, mental and physical, but also to community and caring. It's been 10 years. Can you imagine? It's been 10 years. What a ride. <laughs> we only just started, baby. <laughs> We've only just begun. <laughs> And Nico, just again. You're amazing. You're amazing. You really, really are. You're such a talent. Just know that. Just know that if anybody's looking for somebody to bring their story to life, Nico can do it with such empathy. I think that's your superpower is your empathy to understand. So you want to try to read it, Caroline, again or not? Right. Big girl pants on now. <laughs> and if you can't, don't worry. We'll just give it one more whirl. One more whirl. Got to okay. put my glasses on so I can see. <laughs> Life is a wonderful roller coaster with glorious highs and challenging lows. Sometimes our challenges are greater than we can handle alone. We're stronger when we let people in to share an experience and help us. Vanessa stepped in for me 10 years ago when I didn't realize I needed it. Her support continued from the other side of the world in the most unexpected ways, lifting my spirits and giving me something wonderful to focus on. This book captures Vanessa's humanity and honesty, which has been a revelation for me as a recovering independent woman whose default was to protect my loved ones and put on a good show. I'm so appreciative of the wonderful people who take the time to care. The smallest of gestures mean so much. When you're faced with adversity, there are three types of people. Those who disappear, those who say, let me know if I can help, and those who do something without prompting because they care. Vanessa will always be the person who will step in and do something to help people around her. Imagine how much happier our world would be if more people cared enough to act. There's a few spell checks. There are. <laughs> I realised that. We'll fix them. That's the beauty of Kindle. <laughs> we can actually, oh, Kindle and demand print, so we'll fix them. What amazing glasses. I should wear them more often. <laughs> you know what? Look at you. You did it. I want to give you a big hug because I know that was hard. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Just absolutely. I'm going to, okay. Do you have, you don't have the book. 
Nico, randomly open or randomly pick a page number. Just pick a page number between 1 and 131. Okay, okay, okay. Um, 87. 87. Okay, and Caroline, you need to pick a page too. And then we'll finish. Okay, so this is Nico's page, page 87. Ah! Okay, Nico. The buckets are now colorful and butterflies appear and flying nearby. Butterflies make V happy and the colors in the bucket shine even brighter. That's a great, great one. Caroline, what's your page number? Well, I was going to say 74, but I've just looked. It's a blank page. So um, let's go. Actually, 74 in the print version is not a blank page. So let me read you 74. Cool. The runner now relaxes and takes time to notice the colors and positive warm feelings on the path. Aww. And it's the picture of you and me playing in the rainbow. Aww. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody who's listening or watching, um, V, Vanessa, C, Caroline, and N, Nico. Uh, so N appears at the, the back of the book, the writer, the illustrator, the inspiration. And I uh, hope that uh, you might be interested in getting your copy of The Bucket, A Journey to Finding Joy. Uh, it was certainly part of my joy bucket writing it, although the number of tissues today probably doesn't, doesn't really show that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for, for listening. And we'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening to today's Outrun Cancer Story. I know telling stories really helps. So now I'd like to ask you to come share your takeaways. Follow us on Instagram at Vanessa underscore Outrun Cancer for some stories, some inspiration, and maybe you might be inspired to put your running shoes on. See you in the next episode.